0: Hey, Penny Podcasters, welcome to the podcast that gets you all the coverage of information you need to know on health insurance in Pennsylvania. My name is Chachi Angelo. I'm the Marketing Communications Manager here at Penny, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Juan Valencia, who is our Outreach Coordinator at Penny. Hello there, Juan. What's up?
1: Hey, Chachi. Good morning. Good morning, George. Thank you so much for inviting me here today. Congratulations on your Penny Podcast. I really think that podcasting is a a really effective way to connect with uh, and engage and learning. Um, I'm excited to be here,
0: thank you. It's always funny whenever you say good morning or good afternoon on a podcast because people can listen to it whenever. Uh, But just so our listeners know, recording this uh, early December and early in the morning. So Juan saying good morning is not anything weird for us. Um, Juan, this is your first time doing the podcast and um, you're actually going to be the host for an interview with our guest. Uh, exclusively in Spanish. So tell our listeners a little bit how you you found your way to Penny, and I understand that you already know our guest, George Fernandez of the Latino Connection.
1: (laughs) Yes, Tati. It's funny. I I met George uh, three years ago when I was relocated from Philadelphia to central Pennsylvania. Um, At that time, I didn't have any idea about what was going on in, in this area. I didn't know anything. So I did a quick search online, and Latino Connection popped up. (laughs) <laughs> so i I called that number, and George answered the phone and and I said, "Hey, I just wanna connect i am new in the area I wanna uh you know connect with uh, see what's going on and and George was very kind, and George was like, "Hey, sure, come over, come to my office uh, and He gave me great advice and information about Lancaster about Harrisburg so uh that was a nice experience um A year later, uh we reconnect while I was working. With the U.S. Census Bureau uh, in Lancaster County, my job there was like uh, building relationships with all type of community organizations, with uh, local governments, the schools, um, and businesses, and to promote and participate on the 2020 Census. Latino Connection was one of those partners, and um, uh, they play an important role reaching out the speaking um, the Spanish-speaking population. So I'm very appreciated with them and. After my work with the census, that was like 18 months, um, I joined Penny in a similar role. It's basically work in outreach uh, with community organizations spreading the word. And I found that Latino Connection was already uh, outreach partner of Penny. So I'm so glad to have the opportunity to work again with George and many other organizations. And I'm happy to to be here and accepting this invitation um, to talk to you and, and and learning more about George and Latino Connection.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to do a Spanish-only podcast for uh, our, our listeners. Uh, I think that it's really going to be a, a, just an interesting, fun way of getting the word out about Penny. And let me give a little background about our guest today. George Fernandez uh, founded Latino Connection in 2014. It is a strategic communications firm that helps organizations serve the Spanish-speaking community in Pennsylvania and beyond. George also publishes the Latino Connection magazine. It's a quarterly bilingual publication that supports the Latino population through community engagement and education. He's also a loyal supporter of various causes, including the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and the Boys and Girls Club of Central PA. He participates in various community leadership projects as a member of the Rotary Club of Harrisburg and serves on several executive boards, including the Pennsylvania Parks and Forest Foundation and the Family Health Council of Central PA. He also serves as the president of the Tri-County Community Action Agency. George is a graduate of uh, Leadership Harrisburg Area's Community Leadership Series and the Foundation for Enriching Communities' Emerging Philanthropy Program. And has received many awards, including the Jefferson Award and the Central Penn Business Journal's Forty Under Forty. Welcome to the Penny Podcast, George. Buenos
2: dias, Juan. Buenos dias, Chachi. Es un placer estar con so it's a pleasure to be joining you today. Thank you so much for having me.
0: And we uh, didn't mention your current work with the uh, the mobile COVID unit, which we'll touch on a little later. It's amazing that you were. With everything that I mentioned there, that you were able to carve out some time to record with us, so so thank you for that.
2: Well, I am really happy to be here. Thank you again for having me. Un placer estar con ustedes hoy.
0: So, thanks for being here, George. And we're going to start off with an icebreaker. Uh, We call it the Penny Takeoff. It's a way for our listeners to get to get to know you a little bit more, other than just your bio. So it's a it's a list of this or that. So you just have to answer as quickly as possible. We'll jump right into it. You ready?
2: Awesome. I am ready.
0: Dog or cat. Dog. Sand or snow? Sand. Mariachi or merengue?
2: Ay, Dios mio. Merengue.
0: Pancake or waffle? Waffle. Flour or corn tortilla?
2: Corn tortilla.
0: Winter, spring, summer, or fall? (laughs) Summer. Coffee or tea? Tea. Movie or books? Movie. (laughs) Nutella or peanut butter?
2: funny about nutella and peanut butter i had never had either until i moved to the states. really so when you know where i come from yeah from dominican republic these aren't items that you, that you typically see on the shelf and if you see them they're typically like all the way on the bottom you know for american tourists and things like that and i remember when i got when i moved to the u.s and I met something called peanut butter, and I would literally stick my entire hand in the jar. (laughs) And then I had Nutella. So which one do I eat the most? I'm going to go with peanut butter. Peanut butter.
0: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Lemonade or iced tea? Lemonade. Pumpkin pie or apple pie?
2: Oh, my God. I had never had pumpkin pie in my life either. Pumpkin pie.
0: Netflix or Hulu? Hulu.
2: Netflix, they have more Spanish-Latino content. They más contenido en español. Netflix.
0: Coke or Pepsi? Oh, God.
2: Pepsi. Uh,
0: breakfast or dinner?
2: Breakfast. You can eat more and not be judged.
0: Breakfast, man. <laughs> you, can, you can eat bacon and eggs and sausage and, and home fries and then go, you know what, I'm ready for some dessert and have like a pancake with like a ton of syrup on it and it's all before 9 a.m. Anyway, okay. I, I appreciate your answer is what I'm trying to say. So, sunrise or sunset? They're both so
2: beautiful. I'm going to go with sunrise.
0: Salsa or guacamole?
2: Both. <laughs> no, I judges, pick
1: one. judges, uh,
0: will we accept uh, that know, salsa answer?
2: Salsa is a healthier option. You, what, what would you say?
0: I said, judges, will we accept that answer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, salsa, you can eat more. Um, but guac is number one. And, you know, I, I, I got to tell you a, a really quick funny story about guac. I went to a, Chipo- a Chipotle, um, and my friend calls it Chipotle from a, from a TV series. I went to Chipotle <laughs> a few months ago um, with my partner, and uh, they were at a guac, and his reaction to the manager was, the why, the why are you even open?
1: <laughs> you can close the business if you're at a guac. So that—that's to tell you how I feel
0: about guacamole. Yeah, shut the doors. <laughs> shut it down. That would be the—that would be the ultimate skit on SNL. It's like this guy's like got a spatula and he's just trying to dig out whatever's in the corner of that little dish that they serve it out of. It's like, sorry, sir, it's out. And he goes, "That's it." And he pushes this big red button and all the doors shut and it's locked. Like <laughs> we're done. Uh, all right, you made it. You made it through the penny takeoff. We are at cruising altitude. Uh, so you did uh, touch on the fact that you're from the Dominican Republic. So when did you move to the states? Give us a little bit of uh, a background. A little bit on uh, you know who wh- how, who is George Fernandez and, and and how he came to be.
2: Absolutely, glad to see. So I, I moved to the states in uh, late 1998 uh, with my mother and my brother. And uh, a few years later, my mom had um, our, our little sister. So we're essentially a uh, family of four. I'm a product of a single mother of three um, who had it really tough, um, you know, um, living in a country where she didn't speak the language and living in a country where she didn't understand the medical system and, 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 and the overall system. So I'm a product of a single mother of three who never qualified for social and human services uh, assistance and uh I became the adult in the household at a very young age to to provide translation and interpretation services that has, you know, inspired me and uh, those challenges have truly become the backbone of the services and, and, and the reason behind why I started Latino connection.
0: So how did you get involved in healthcare then?
2: Oh my gosh, that's a great question. How did I get involved in healthcare? Um, so, you know, when, when I got involved in healthcare, um, I was essentially my first involvement in healthcare was a patient facilitator. I would uh, help uh, to provide translation and interpretation services at community events, um, you know, for people that were either looking to to, to buy health insurance, either in the area of uh, CHIP or Medicare, Medicaid. And um, I, I loved it because I felt like I was helping people that looked like my mom. And, uh, you know, quickly, um, you know, I, I, I built relationships with the the companies that I was providing services for. And, uh, little by little, um, I, I left behind the, 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 the contract world of translations and interpretations and, uh, got involved in community outreach and education. Um, and I've had the opportunity of, you know, traveling to 41 different states across the country in my healthcare career with a health insurance plan a few years ago. And um, I left behind the Corporate America um, amazing career and opportunities to do something more local for my own community right here in our own backyard. And uh, here I am. You know, it's not, you don't just wake up on a
0: Tuesday and say, hey, let me go get my health insurance,
2: you know, broker license and, (laughs) you know, uh, help people connect to to health insurance.
0: It seems to me that one, it's a a motivating thing in your life is your mother also helping people. It seems like you really found a niche or you saw an opening or a gap in the system and you thought, you know what, I could provide some, some help here. I could be kind of the, the block that fits this gap. And is that, is that the way that you kind of envision Latino connection?
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, for me, I think, um, leaving, working in this corporate America setting that I was in and, and traveling across the country, I would meet so many people that would resemble my family's challenges in, in the healthcare system, and um, I, would, I would meet individuals that were paying for the health insurance service and product, but were not using it, and they weren't using it because they weren't aware of the services that were offered, because all the material that was given to them was in, in a complete different language than what they actually understood or could even read or write. Um, and that was very frustrating because, um, Latinos, I mean, people work hard for their money, right? And, 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 and these Latino families that I, that I was meeting, um, were individuals that were making, uh, barely, you know, end meet and, uh, were paying a few hundred dollars a month for a health insurance product that they weren't using. So that really became my passionate, my, 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 that's what drove my passion to, to, to start Latino Connection, which was to, you know, close the gap in care and uh, educate people on what they were paying for and the services that uh, were available to them. And um, that, that's really what drove me to starting Latino Connection. And, um, you know, today we represent not only Penny, we're really happy that we're working with you and Penny, you know, in, in, in reaching uh, growing communities that are in need of, you know, buying health insurance services, uh, but truly to educate people and let them know what they are buying and how to best use it. Uh, to improve their healthcare, be engaged, and be active.
0: So you said that you traveled around the country. What do you like? What state do you like the best outside of Pennsylvania? And then, what do you love the best about Pennsylvania?
2: <laughs> well, if you remember um, from when we started this podcast, Juan um, already knew that I would pick merengue uh, because I'm from the I'm from the Dominican Republic. I'm one of those Latinos that doesn't do very well in the snow and cold seasons. My, my 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 top favorite states um, are uh, Florida, uh, Miami to be exact. Most Latinos feel like Miami is the state, and Florida is the capital. Right. <laughs> so uh, Miami is definitely one of my favorite cities. And then after Miami, I would have to pick um, Los Angeles. Um, it's a huge airport, and um, I have amazing stories to share with you in the future of um, you know traveling there. But. Uh, definitely the warmer uh, states, uh, las playas, the beaches, and um, you know the 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 night scene where you can let your hair down and you know do some dancing, um, and 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 it, it reminds you of your culture right here in America. It's pretty amazing.
0: Oh, you're telling me you don't get that in Harrisburg.
2: Uh, you get that in Harrisburg. You just don't get the palm trees right, right outside. You know, so you got to get the whole three hundred and sixty degrees. You know, yeah, there's yeah. palm trees
1: outside. And, you know,
2: that, that's it's, what's missing. And so, if, if you and I and, and, and Juan can build some palm trees and on, on Second Street in Harrisburg, come down. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. The only thing that you, <laughs> the only thing that's really missing is it's like it's really hard to kind of like shake your hips when you're wearing like a big puffy coat. You know, it's like you can't really see what's going on underneath the big puffy coat. <laughs> so what what do you like about Pennsylvania? what What brought you you know to to work in Pennsylvania? Oh my gosh, what don't you
2: what don't I love about Pennsylvania? You know, I feel like Pennsylvania is sort of like a little hidden secret. I've been saying this about Pennsylvania for quite some time. Pennsylvania is a little hidden secret. Uh, Juan and, and I think you would agree with me. there's not a single Latino. It doesn't matter what country they live in. There's not a single Latino that doesn't have a friend or a family member that lives in New York or New Jersey, okay? And um, the cost of living in, in, in those you know metropolitan states are very expensive to live in. So then you have Pennsylvania, which is only just a few hours away. Cost of living is great. Great place to start a business. Great place to you know find a job. Many corporate companies are born right out of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is... Uh, a state that offers both rural and metropolitan you know, communities, great schools, and you're close to all these amazing metro areas, whether it's New York, New Jersey, Baltimore, D.C., and I, I feel like it's a little hidden secret, um, and you're starting to see a very large number of Latinos that are moving to Pennsylvania. Um, I've had the opportunity of uh, moving to uh, really big metro uh, cities. Uh, I had a job offer once in Boston, I had a job offer once in Miami, and uh, something still kept calling me to, to Little Pennsylvania, and, and um, that's why I'm here.
0: I grew up in the Pittsburgh area. Whenever I moved here in 2012, um, anything that was east of Murraysville, like the Turnpike exit, you know, for Pittsburgh, anything that was east of there, it was like beyond <laughs> the wall for me. Like oh my God. just like any like Harrisburg could have been four hours away or it was twenty-four hours away. <laughs> like it was like I've never never, you know, visited Harrisburg before. And I came out here and you know, one of the things that the employer at the time was like, Hey, we are, you know, a three-hour train ride to New York. You're two hours away from Philadelphia. You're an hour away from Baltimore, you're two hours away from DC. And I'm like, What's there to do here, <laughs> here in Harris? What's there to do in Harrisburg? Why do I have to let travel two hours to go do something? But this, the central Pennsylvania and, and Pennsylvania in general is it, there's there's like these little pockets of culture throughout the entire state. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in a rural area or if you're in a or if you're in a big city. And in central PA is is really one of those pockets of like a, a great a great culture. And, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed my time out here as well.
2: You know, um, I'll tell you a really quick, uh, story. I was, uh, visiting a baseball team, um, in Los Angeles, California, and I was on the elevator, um, in this huge hotel. So the elevator took forever to get down, uh, from the, from one of the top floors, because you had to, it, it would stop on so many floors. So you start making conversation. This was pre-COVID, of course, when right. you know you could stuff you know thirty people in an elevator. And I'll never forget um, this lady. Um, I was wearing a hoodie uh, from a college here in, in Pennsylvania, and uh, she said, um, "My son went to, to to that college." I was like, "Get the heck out of here! No way, seriously!" And uh, the more and more we talked, um, her family has so many uh, backgrounds here in Pennsylvania. And since that happened to me, that was at least 10 years ago, almost every single trip that I take on, conversations end up happening where they either have some family or they lived somewhere in Pennsylvania. And it's so awesome to see that the only state with a P, um, I was at Apollo, um, is extremely recognized and uh, people have, have ties back to Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania is a great place to live, learn, work, play. And um, I'm really happy to, to, to live in Pennsylvania.
0: <laughs> it's cool it's it is fun talking about how great Pennsylvania is. Um but I do want to spend some time talking about the work that Latino Connection does with Penny trying to bridge the gap between health insurance and hard to reach uh populations. So could you provide a little bit of insight on that? Yeah,
2: I would love to, absolutely. You know, I was um, <clears throat> extremely humbled um, that we were um, invited to, to, to collaborate with Penny, and um, you know, when, when I found out that Juan Valencia was, was also a part of the Penny team a few months after our engagement got started, I was even more excited because Juan was someone that you know, moved to this region, and uh, since before moving to this region, Juan wanted to be involved in the community, and I'm really happy that, that Juan is on your team. Um, but, you know, the fact that Penny is is launching here in Pennsylvania, the fact that we have our own um, opportunity and program to offer affordable, affordable health insurance options to, you know, millions of Pennsylvanians, um, it's phenomenal. The fact that the customer service is here in Pennsylvania, the leadership of that plan is here in Pennsylvania. And the fact that you work with, you know, all the major carriers is even uh, better. Um, for many 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 years, um, there's always been an underlying question in an underlying question at all of the community events that we go to And the question is dónde puedo comprar seguro where can I buy insurance? And before there were just so many options to, to have to go through in so many different places. So the fact that there's now one central hub, one central place that we can refer people to and the fact that that is you know called penny and we live here in Pennsylvania, it's so exciting and, and the fact that it, it, there's amazing great people behind the scenes like yourself, Chachi, and like Quan, who are becoming the front line of service, you know, for, for this type of um, opportunity for our own friends and neighbors and, and, and family. It's phenomenal. Um, and it's, we're really excited that we're working with Penny and, um, you know, putting not only uh, resources and information into people that need it the most, um, but it feels great that it's based right here in Pennsylvania. If there is a problem with a customer service issue or someone needs additional help, it's super easy to reach somebody, you know, whether it's through Juan or whether it's the UChacha or whether it's through the, the 1-800 customer, you know, uh, service. Uh, but also the fact that you're working with federally qualified community health centers and, you know, our friends at the Pennsylvania Association of Community Health Centers, uh, because of them is why we now have this partnership and we're, we're, we're really happy to work with them as well. And, um, you know, meeting people where they are. Latino Connection specializes in uh, something we call social determinants of health. And, and, and the true foundation of social determinants of health, as, you know, um, declared by its research and its evidence-based programs and even our own secretary of uh, the Department of Human Services, um, Secretary Teresa Miller, It's meeting people where they are. And when you meet people where they are, um, they feel comfortable in their neighborhood. They feel comfortable where you are meeting them and you're able to build relationships with African-American communities and, you know, Hispanic-American and Latino-American communities and, and so forth. And the fact that your branding and your marketing and, 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 and where you are looks like the people that you are looking to serve, it just makes it so much more better. So we're really happy to um, be working with Penny and we're really looking forward to, you know, continue that relationship.
0: From your perspective, why is it that the Latino community is such a disproportionate uh, percentage of the uninsured in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I
2: mean, that's a great question. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you. Um, I'll answer your question from a, from a Dominican point of view. Where I come from, from Dominican Republic, um, having health insurance is a luxury um, because it's so expensive. Um, it's sometimes not even easy to purchase. I mean, talk. listen to what I just said sometimes not even easy to purchase. We come from a country where you have to have so much paperwork in place just to be able to buy health insurance. Otherwise, you're a cash-paying customer. And when I say you're a cash-paying customer, you could walk into an emergency room in the Dominican Republic, and if you don't prepay for the service, you will not be helped. And you know, you're living in America where uh, people perhaps just don't know. Uh, the policies that are in place and a lot of education needs to happen. And there is a very large segment of not only the Hispanic uh, community and the Hispanic population that are uninsured, but also African-American communities. And these are the communities that are uh, perhaps sometimes um, not reached through traditional media, whether it's TV or radio. Therefore you need to meet them where they are. You need to meet them where they feel most comfortable, whether it's their church, whether it's their corner store, whether it's, you know, through their employer who may not even offer health insurance benefits or, or, or whatnot, but you need to reach them uh, somewhere else. And uh, I think that's, that's a segment of the population that we are helping to reach uh, through the partnerships that we now have with the Pennsylvania Association of Community Health Centers and Latino Connection with Penny and Cognizante.
0: Where do you see Latino Connection in the next five years?
2: Oh, that's a great question for us. You know, when I started Latino Connection five years ago, I had never imagined that we would be where we are at today um, in size with team members in geographic areas where we are already servicing clients. I mean, we're just, to me, I still see us like this little small agency in little old Harrisburg and, you know, to other people um, we're already servicing clients in Miami. We're already servicing clients in Texas. We're already servicing clients in, in, in California. So, It's amazing. It's amazing where where we've grown to in five years. Um, If I was to close my eyes and tell you where we're going to be at five years from now, um, I see us as one of the leading uh, catalysts in improving uh, the lives and health and wellness of Latino Americans um, in the northeastern, southeastern part of the U.S. Um, where we are helping companies understand effective ways and build strategic solutions to reach this demographic. And, um, you know, anything that's driven by passion, uh, success comes on its own. And um, if there's one thing that our team here is passionate about, um, I, I like to call the team healthcare warriors because we're not afraid to be in the front line of defense. Like, Juan, you were out this week, you know, to visit some of our team members. And you said you yourself have done this. And whether it's cold, windy, warm, hot, we are out there meeting people where they are and connecting them to resources. So I'm really excited, again, and, and humbled to be on this journey um, that, 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 that is with Penny, but also with all of our other clients and helping them reach this growing demographic and community that we're going to be into. I personally believe that Pennsylvania will be sort of like the next Florida. When you go to Florida, you see and you hear more Spanish commercials and radio and marketing. You hear more McDonald's commercials in in Spanish on the radio than you do in English. Um, And I believe Pennsylvania will be the next mini Puerto Rico and the next mini Dominican Republic uh, because that's that's a a section of the community that's moving uh, to Pennsylvania because the opportunities of living here are just phenomenal and great.
0: Do we need to change the welcome sign on the highway? Uh, to say, bring your own palm tree?
2: I don't think we need to change it. I do think we need to add the palm tree somewhere in Harrisburg. So let's work on that. But I do think we could add maybe a small Ola sign right next to that sign. So um, let, let's let keep that in, in in the forefront of our
0: discussion. It might be an electronic palm tree. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Uh, George, it's been really fun talking with you, uh, for the, for this penny podcast episode, but I did want to free up some time. So you and Juan would be able to, uh, exclusively have an episode, uh, strictly in Spanish. So let's, uh, wrap things up with what we call the penny landing. George, if you could be a contestant on any show, what would it be?
2: One, there was, and, and I don't think it's, I mean, if it's an American TV show, I don't think I would, I don't think I would make it on like, um, MTV real life. I definitely wouldn't make it. I would be thrown out. Um, but the one show that I really would love to be a contestant on would be Survivor. Just oh. to challenge myself and, and, and put myself out there to see if I can do it. There's a TV show back in most, most Latin American countries have a TV show like this, where they put you into a really big glass box. And there's like five and six rooms, and there's like 1,000 keys in your hand or something. And you have to find the key that unlocks that door to the next room. And you have to do it under a minute. Um, I've been watching that TV show since I was a kid. <laughs> I would love to be on a show like that.
0: That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> um, let's wrap things up with the last question it is um, the free plug. So your favorite place to either uh, dine in or get takeout um, in Pennsylvania?
2: Listen, there is an amazing place where I know the food just cannot go wrong. And um, I've been saying it for a really, really long time. My favorite place is Cafe Fresco, downtown Center City. Um, Their entire menu is phenomenal. Not only my friends, but the owners and, and, and the management team there but my favorite is uh, their chicken karaage and their grilled chicken avocado club sandwich.
0: Oh I mean,
2: there's a single thing on their menu. Even their risotto for dinner is to die for. Um, so anybody that hasn't been to Cafe Fresco in downtown Center City, it's just a phenomenal ambiance. And the food and the people are great. Cafe Fresco, downtown Harrisburg Center City.
1: Uh, so we have to go there. For real. <laughs> can we do the next podcast there?
0: We're going right now. Actually, I'm gonna I'm, just, I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit stop on record, and we're gone. <laughs> George Fernandez of the Latino Connection. Uh, how can people find out more about Latino Connection?
2: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, I would say visit our website, LatinoConnection.org. But to stay on top of our adventures and our joys of you know, reaching people in our community, uh, follow us on Facebook at Latino Connection. We're really happy to be a uh, Pennsylvania uh, business. Uh, we started in Pennsylvania and that uh, we're very extremely, we're extremely active in our community and that uh, we welcome anyone to reach out to us. So Facebook Latino Connection or latinoconnection.org. Chachi and Juan, it's been a pleasure to participate on your Penny podcast. It's been a pleasure to participate on your Penny podcast. Thank you
1: so much for having me. Muchas gracias,
0: George. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's really been a pleasure. Thanks again.